Hey, welcome to The Abundant Artist, a podcast for creatives looking to create more abundance in their lives, more happiness, more results, more money. I'm Whitney Eland. I'm an actor, writer, and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you exactly how to start feeling better and how to go after your creative ambitions. Hello, wonderful artists. I hope that you are having an amazing day whenever you are listening to this. I wanted to talk today about a call that I had with one of my clients and specifically, so if if you're not familiar with the idea of manifesting, I know it can be like a little bit divisive and I try to kind of mix up the way that I'm talking about it because I I do genuinely believe in the principle, um, but I know that it can be a little heady and a little woo-woo for some people. But the idea is basically like the law of attraction is that you, um, you will create the things that you are like energetically available for. So when you're coming from an energy of a lot of lack and a lot of frustration, then you're going to create more lack and more frustration. And so the kind of like the hack of getting of like manifesting is that you have to believe ahead of time that you have the results that you want and energetically like focus on already having them instead of the the lack thereof, right? So it's it's another version of faith, but then also from like a cognitive uh, place, the way that I, and this is what, how I guess manifesting became really tangible to me, was that the thoughts that we're thinking, so there's like a cue or a circumstance that happens in our life, and we all have the power to think whatever we want to think about it. Now, sometimes those thoughts that come to us are, you know, coming from conditioning, from patriarchy, from capitalism, from our parents, from, you know, all of these things, but ultimately we can get some space from them. This is the work that we do in coaching, right, is to get space on them and to choose and to reframe the thoughts that you are thinking. And the thoughts that we think are so important because they always create the feelings that we are feeling, right? The emotions that we have come from the thoughts that we're thinking. Sometimes those thoughts are subconscious, but the thoughts are always informing the feelings and the feelings drive our actions and the actions that we take, the things that we do, the decisions that we make ultimately create the results that we have. So if you're looking at it that way, the thoughts that we're thinking by the transitive property end up creating our results. And so, you know, if you're looking at manifesting law of attraction, faith, any of that, it's like believing ahead of time that you have the things is what will create it. Or if you want to look at this more cognitive way and get your brain a little bit more on board with that, the actions that you take are all going to be coming from your thoughts. So regardless of how you want to look at it, the, the important thing is with all of this work is that the thoughts that you're thinking matter. We have 60,000 thoughts a day, although most of them are on a loop. So we don't have very many creative or original ideas in one day. Most of them are kind of on autopilot, uh, which is something that we can, you know, work on. And actually our brains have this like neural plasticity. I'm probably saying that wrong. I should probably have Googled that before I started talking about it. But basically we, our brains have the ability to change, right? They're kind of changeable. They're malleable. They're, that's kind of where this idea, idea of like plasticity comes in. So the more that you stretch the muscle of changing the thoughts of being open to new ideas of open to new thoughts, the more your brain is going to accept new ideas, right? So it really is a practice of like imagining, my mom used to work at a retirement center, like a, is that what they're called? (laughs) I say that like I didn't spend every day of my childhood summers there. But like, you know, when like old people go and live in like an assisted living, that's what it was called, assisted living home. She was their hairdresser. And so I spent a lot of time there. Um, And you think about like, there were people there who like really got really stuck in their ways, right? It's kind of like the idea of like teaching an old dog new tricks, right? You can get really stuck in your ways if you're not used to stretching the muscle of always, you know, accepting new ideas and learning and growing, which is why it's so important to continue to learn and grow.
girl versus like I remember there was this one woman there and she I mean to this day is like my idol probably but she was this old woman who lived in um, this assisted living home and she really loved me and no I, I assume she's no longer around because um, this was you know I don't know gosh 15 years ago at this point but she had been a model and an actress and she just was like so beautiful even in her old age and she would show me all of the magazines that she was in and um anyway so she was really cool but she she always seemed excited and interested in learning new things and I don't know she just like seemed less I I guess stuck in her ways and my guess is that you know she had developed more of this like malleability in her brain and was still continuing to learn and grow versus some of the other women there who just were like old biddies right is that offensive I don't know um okay so why am I telling you all of this the reason is because it takes practice it takes practice to reframe your brain to be open to new ideas and to open um up the possibility of what you are, you believe that you're capable of, um, and always to be able to, you know, like continue to push that boundary of like, what else is possible? What else could I create? And this is such an important skill for artists because our whole job is to create new ideas. I mean, there's, you know, always this idea that no, no thought is original, right? But if we're in the work of creativity of showbiz, our job is to create new like stories and new characters and new pieces of art, right? Things that haven't existed before that we see in our mind first, and then we bring to life. This is why I actually think it's so powerful to be a filmmaker and an actor is because, so I I see a lot of actors who are like, well, I can't believe in myself fully because I don't have X credits yet. And I need to get those credits first. And then I will be able to believe in myself as an actor. And the thing that's so interesting is as a filmmaker, you have to talk about this movie as if it's just like a done deal. It's like in the can, like it's for sure going to happen way before there's any physical evidence of it. Like you, I mean, there's the script maybe, but like you have to raise money for it and you have to bring it together. I mean, I think the one of the most surreal things, so I just was watching, um, I'm not sure if we'll be able to share it or not. So by the time this comes out, but I, we've been cutting together a trailer for our movie, The Cosmo Sisters and watching it. And like, it's so cool because it's literally a physical product I mean, it's, you know, digital, I guess, but like there's actually a thing that exists in the world that came from me and Nora's brains. It did not exist in the world. And then we conjured it up in our brains and like willed it into existence. And the doing that over and over and over again is what also creates more of this neural plasticity, this openness, this, you know, ability to change your thoughts and to create things. Now, the reason that I'm bringing all of this up when I'm talking about manifesting is because I truly believe that artists, because of this, because the fact that we have to believe in things ahead of time, we have to feel the feelings. Like if I was to have been making the movie and not actually believing in it, then it was like, anytime I ask for money, just imagine my energy, like being like, well, I don't know, like maybe it will like, but yeah, definitely give write, write me a check, please. Like, no, of course no one was, is going to do that. Or like even imagine like me getting on the phone with like a cinematographer and being like, well, I think this movie's going to happen. Like we don't really know. And like, truthfully, I'm kind of laughing because there was a little bit of an element to that because of COVID. We're like, this is the plan. Our, our plan is to shoot December 6th through the 16th. And this, these are the days and these are the travel days. And this is, you know, the rate and like all of these things. And it might not happen. But to be able to talk about something that doesn't exist yet that boldly 
strengthens your belief that it and your your ability to create things that don't exist in other areas of your life too. And so because of that, I truly believe that artists are the most powerful manifestors or the most powerful creators, right? Because we are used to seeing things in our brain that don't exist and then bringing them to life in a physical way. Whether you're creating a character that didn't exist before, you're writing a script that hasn't been told before, you're, you know, making a painting, you're writing a song, whatever it is, you, it's from an original idea in your brain and you are bringing it to life. And because of that, there is a part of you that is good at believing in things that don't exist. Like when you're believing that something exists, is going to exist and you don't have evidence for it yet, then your energy shifts into that place. Like I was talking about with manifesting, with faith, with, you know, the more cognitive approach, you get into that energy of already having it. And so then you create it. And that is the process of creation. That is the process of making art. And so depending on, you know, where you're at in your life, how often you've done this, how much fear you've had, how much, you know, you, your parents have believed you, whatever, you still innately are better at creating than most people in the world. And I was talking with one of my clients this this week in the academy about, uh, they had a few goals when they came into the academy. And one of them is to launch, you know, their, their like side hustle. And they did it. They got this like amazing um, job opportunity at like their dream job within like a week or two of being in there. And then of course the brain wants to kick up resistance and be like, well, I can't have it all and all these things. And we just like pause for a moment to be like, no, you actually are just really good at creating things but you don't have any resistance to getting that job and you just have resistance to getting your acting goals. And so all we need to do is then clear up the resistance, which is, you know, what I'm always talking about on this podcast and especially in in these episodes this month, that is kind of like what I'm focusing on in my theme. But I think something just to think about is like, you are really powerful at creating the things that you want, but the one biggest hangup that I see is that most people are trying to manifest or trying to create the steps to get to what they want instead of getting what they want. So the way that I'm going to break this down or like the example, I guess, for my life is that when I first graduated, I kind of had this narrative that I was like, okay, so I need to get an agent and then I need to, or like, I need to get a commercial agent and then an agent and then I need to do non-union commercials and then I need to do union commercials and then I get another agent, like all of these things, right? I had this story that had been fed to me by people in my BFA program, people whose podcasts I listen to, like all of these things that I'm sure that there are some patterns, but ultimately what happened was I bought into believing that I could create those steps. And I I thought that those were the things that needed to happen first before getting the kinds of bookings that I wanted, right? And so, and with that being said, I did all of those things it pretty much in that order, right? Like it was like, okay, so I got this agent, then I got a commercial agent, and then I booked non-union commercials, and then I got union commercials, and then I made my own work. Like all of these things, I did create the steps, but they ultimately were not the things that I actually wanted to create. They were just the steps towards what I wanted to create or what I thought needed to be the steps towards what I wanted to create. And the reason that I started playing around with this because is because at the beginning of this year, I mentioned to y'all that my agents dropped me. And so then I was like, all right, well, now there is no plan. I have absolutely no idea what, like, what am I going to do from here? I had like the bet, like I really love, I mean, still love the, as a person, like the agent that I was working with and all, all of that, it just wasn't the right fit at the moment. But what I realized was that I had, 
I had believed my thoughts, my energy were aligned with creating that result. But from like from the inception of my pilot hysterical women, I literally went into it being like, I want to get agents out of this instead of I want to get work from this, right? And so that's exactly what I created because I'm a powerful creator because I'm an artist, right? And so I did that. I got like the best, uh, like what I considered like the best agent. Their offices were in the Empire State Building and I got to go there and film my auditions and feel like the most like fabulous, like famous person ever. And it was so fun. And I was auditioning for these like huge projects. So I did create the result that I wanted, but the result that I wanted was actually just a step because I didn't believe that I could get to the end result without the steps. So then I get dropped my, by my agent and I just was like, okay, well, I could probably create another agent and I probably could manifest that again, but I don't really want to and I don't really feel like I need to. And so instead, I decided to just skip all of the steps and just focus on intentionally believing in the end result and in the what I call like the visioning part of this process, which again, all of these steps are broken down in the Abundant Artist Academy. So to give you like the step by step process for exactly how to do this. But I got to the point of like just really buying in, selling myself on the fact that I could create a principal role on television even without an agent and I didn't make getting the result contingent on the steps I let go of the how and you hear this a lot like if y'all are familiar with you know Abraham Hicks or law of attraction any of that they always say you have to drop the how you have to drop the steps but as actors I think because and as artists it's like we see so many people doing things a certain way that we think that that's how it has to go and I would I would like to offer that you can challenge that and you can let let go of that I mean y'all know if you've been listening to the podcast that I did end up creating not only a principal role, a recurring principal role on an amazing HBO show that I love, Love Life. And it was, I had such an amazing time on set. And anyway, all of this to say, if you are getting too hung up on the how or on the steps, you are, you are going to continue to create whatever you believe is possible for you to create. So if you are focused on the how and you're focused on those steps, You're going to create those, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to create the result that you actually want. But you might be blocking yourself from creating the result that you actually want. Um, And if that's the case, then please join me in the Abundant Artist Academy. This is exactly what I help my clients with is getting really clear on what parts of the process you actually need to work on creating and which parts are kind of just bullshit stories in your brain so that you can get really clear on what you want and then actually create it. And I promise you, it's so much more fun this way to just get into the place of really believing in the results you have just like how we believe you know in a movie before it comes to, comes to exist in the world you can also believe in results that you want to create in your life and go after those so again please join me in the abundant arts academy i would love to have you we're having such a great time and i'll talk to you soon bye thanks so much for listening if you're ready to take this work even deeper and to start creating real results follow the link in my show notes to coach with me in the Abundant Artist Academy, a community of creatives who are tired of being struggling artists and who are ready to start creating more in their lives, more happiness, more bookings, and more money. I'll see you on the inside.